for Arizona Public Media. I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. We're talking today with Vishnu Reddy, Associate Professor in UA's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory. Vishnu studies the behavior of objects such as asteroids and man-made objects that are floating in space near our Earth, a sort of space situational awareness. Vishnu, welcome. Thank you, Leslie. Glad to be here. Please start by giving us a thumbnail sketch of the big picture of your work. Why study situational awareness of the Earth in space? That's a very interesting question. I think the best comparison I have is uh, the automobile. Uh, imagine since the invention of the Model T that we've been driving cars, and every time a car runs out of gas, we just leave it on the side of the freeway and pick up a new car. And so that's what we've been doing to space since the dawn of the space age. We've been launching satellites and rockets into space. These are perfectly uh, working spacecraft, but every time they run out of gas, we just leave them there and we launch a new satellite. And so we've been, you know, for lack of a better word, polluting space for the last 50, 60 years. I know space is vast, you know, it's not congested or crowded as we see on the earth, but it's similar to what we see in the oceans, right? We think that the oceans are vast and you can never possibly pollute the oceans or you could never outfish the fish out of the oceans because the oceans are vast, but eventually things catch up and that's where we're at right now. We have so many objects in space that it's becoming increasingly difficult to you know, know what is where and what would happen if one were to you know, accidentally bump into the other object. How many objects are you talking about? So we track somewhere between 20 and 40,000 objects every, every single day. And these are objects, you know, somewhere between a golf ball and a grapefruit. You know, that's about the size, the smallest we can go. And again, you know, there are, there are things that are further out from the earth that we cannot track at that fidelity of size. Uh, so, but, you know, roughly that's what we're looking at. And, and about 90% of these objects are what you call a space debris or junk. When you are looking at these objects, you're trying to figure out what's going to be of potential danger in some way. Yeah, it depends, again, on the orbital regime. There, you know, broadly, you can classify things in uh, near-Earth space in three different categories, actually four. The first is called LEO, L-E-O, which is low Earth orbit. Then that's where you have our International Space Station, the Starlink satellites, everything, you name it. Uh, then you have things in NEO or medium Earth orbit. So these are things that go up to GPS you know, altitude, somewhere between two and 3,000 uh, kilometers to up to 12 to 15,000 kilometers typically, but they can go all the way up to geostationary orbit. And then the, the, the most common one we hear about is GEO, which is geostationary orbit. So basically objects in this orbital regime are basically going around the Earth at the same rate as Earth rotating on its own axis though. So they appear to be fixed with respect to a geographic location on the Earth itself. Uh, and then now we're seeing space debris slash satellites being launched beyond geo, what we call a cis-lunar space. You know, these are things that are that span beyond 36,000 kilometers all the way and beyond the orbit of the moon. So we all, we already have a small cadre of objects, uh, a few tens of objects that are in this orbit regime that are challenging to track. The, the debris problem is extending beyond low Earth orbit all the way on out. So it sounds like there's a real need for international collaboration, um, just even in the future creation of clear paths between Earth and Moon. The challenge we always face is that space is something that is not something that people relate easily. You see the night sky, 
you see, you know, dots going by, but it's it's not an environmental catastrophe that you would relate to, say, for example, an oil spill. You know, it's it's much more visceral there. But when you say that we have a problem in space, you know, either to the public or our decision makers, it's harder for them to relate because it's so far. So unless something catastrophic happens, right, that there won't be any action. A lot of our daily life, everything depends on things in space. We have to be very careful about making sure that that resource is available, not just for our generation, but also the future generation. And I think that's important because things in space stay in space for a long time, multi-generational. So you have to think on the very, very long term before you start doing things in space. Vishnu Reddy is a faculty member in the Lunar and Planetary Lab at the University of Arizona who tracks space objects that are coming close to Earth's orbit. Uh, you might call it space situational awareness. You can listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.